Hi, I'm Cliff. And I'm Susan. And welcome to the Cliff and Susan podcast. Hi, guys. We are on day number 28 of 365. Today's podcast, we're going to focus on the CARES Act, PPP, IDLE, PUA, grants, funding, specifically to the independent artists, gig workers, and to venues. Um, We've learned a lot since the beginning of all of this COVID uh, impact on our our work and the loss of income. And so we want to share what we know and kind of give you a little bit of information, some things that we found out even today. And so, yeah, we're going to jump into that. Before we get going, we are a married music duo located here in Little Rock, Arkansas. We have a music and festival production company, and uh, we do all things music. We are a, prior to COVID, we were traveling internationally as a music duo yeah, and uh, having a lot of fun. We released our debut single last April and we pivoted to online shows. And so we're going to first talk about government assistance and all of that and kind of what we saw and what we were able to utilize um, and how we helped fellow artists here in Arkansas and beyond to understand that process to get some funding. And uh, there's still a lot that's available to you today. So we want to talk about what we know and what we don't know even and what we would love to figure out. I think we're all in the same boat. A lot of things change and have changed and some new opportunities are coming out. So we're going to jump into that. Um, Did I miss anything, Cliff? I don't think so. I just, uh, which, which one, what do you want? What do you want to start with first? Okay, well, back whenever we all lost our, I think we all remember middle of March is when we lost our gigs. Um, and we, it took a minute for the government to step in and, and do the financial aid. So we all remember, I didn't mention stimulus checks, but right. so if you had, if you made less than $75,000 a year, uh, you were eligible for the first net, round. Of right, s- net, not gross. Or is it gross? Gross. Okay. And, um, and so you, it was 1200 per person Mm -hmm. and, um, and then you got, I believe it was $500 per, per, uh, child dependent, whatever. Right. And so dogs do not count by the way. Right. Dogs don't count. They do not count. Um, and so there was that. And then, then they came out with the PPP, the first round of the payment protection plan, which was paycheck protection plan. Paycheck Protection Plan. Let me get that right. I know it's right down here because I've got my notes in front of me. Why don't I know that? I just keep calling it the PPP. Yeah. Um, but basically, this was the way for um, you to... It was forgivable. And all yeah. of it's forgivable if mm-hmm. you were paying yourself. And there are some uh, loan forgiveness applications that you have to go through. But um, if you took what you your payroll was, and we learned this today, the first round of PPP was whatever your payroll was to yourself, and you could be an independent contractor or have an SBA, like a small business, like an LLC or whatever, but you don't have to. You don't have to have a small business LLC. That was one of the things that a lot of people didn't realize. And so if you're a gig worker, you can still apply as a sole independent contractor and get two and a half times what your monthly payroll would have been. So that was a significant amount. And a lot of our friends were able to uh, get on that payment PPP. I'll I'll get the right words in a second. Uh, Paycheck protection program. That's right. You were right, Cliff. And uh, they got it. It was a forgivable. Once they went through the documentation and everything and submitted it, they it was a forgiven loan, which is awesome. It was mm-hmm. money to help. And okay, so that was the first round of the PPP. Now I'm going to stay on that right now because there is a new round of the PPP available. Um, and if you never received the first round of the PPP, you can still apply for that and um, 
and get that first round. If you if you got the first round, you can get the second round is what I hear. But you have to prove that you um, year over year, quarter over quarter, you had more than a 20, 25% loss. And so that's there's some stipulations around that. That's what I understand today. Right. So, um, so you've got the PPP as an option. And like I said, if you go through the, if you make sure you do everything correct and spend it on the right things and can prove that you spend it on um, payroll. And I think there's rent and utilities. There's some other things in there you mm-hmm. can prove and that you can get that forgiven. Um, now, there's a second round of stimulus that for some reason Cliff and I have not received. And so we're still trying to figure that out. There is a link. If you just Google um, where is my stimulus check or whatever? <laughs> there is an actual link you can go in and enter your social security number, your the the address that you use to file your taxes, and it will tell you what the status of it is. Uh, right now, ours just said we don't have any. You're either not going to get it or the status. I don't remember. So don't we know. did not get that, which was a bummer. <clears throat> this go around, maybe we will, but I'm not real sure. Now, um, that amount, last year it was 1200 per person. Now it's only $600 per person. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what it is for the kids. I'm not for the children, the dependents. So, right, yeah. um, so you've got those two options. So you've got the, the stimulus checks, the PPP. Now, the economic injury disaster loan, the idle loan, was a wonderful opportunity, which was um, a loan, a 30-year loan. I think it was 3.75% fixed rate. And you didn't have to start paying on that until next year or this year it would be technically this year. Right. But uh, if you took the part in that, then it was an actual loan. Only um, a thousand per um, a thousand per employee was forgivable, and then um, the rest was uh, you know amortized. Amortized is that right? Can I say that? Amortized. Amortized. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, amortization is a word, but amortized. I don't think amortized is a word. I'm pretty sure I got that wrong. Y'all, bear with me here. Amortized. Clearly, I'm know. not a, an accountant, so nothing. No, yeah, we are we're, not <laughs> CPAs. We are not in. But what I do know and what we did was we did get an, an idle loan and we were yeah. able to, um, that is start, the payments start this May, I believe. And uh, like I said, it's uh, it's a low fixed rate over 30 years. Of course, yep. you know, and I don't believe you're penalized by paying off early. So that's that was a great um, opportunity for those. But again, none of that is forgivable except for that 1000 per employee. Mm-hmm. So for us, 2000 of that would have been right. um, forgiven. Now, don't know anything about the taxes portion of all this, and I'm, I'm deferring to my accountant this year because I know it's going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you had the stimulus, you had the PPP, you had the idle. Now I will tell you idle now is based on some type of targeted in low income area. Now I don't know anything about it, but I do know there is a second round or there's still potential to get an idle loan, but not sure. Now I want to tell you guys about musiccovidrelief.com. Anything we're talking about right now, I would recommend you go to musiccovidrelief.com and it is endorsed and just by about every music industry, uh, uh, company association uh, and it's brought to you by and I'll just Academy of Country Music I'm just going to read off some of them there's like over 50 ASCAP uh, CAA CMA BMI um, Artist Rights Alliance I'm just looking at the logos here uh, tons of them CSAC NSAI Music Cares so this is Amazon Music Warner um, tons of them. Neva, we all know what that is. Uh, Spotify. All of this is um, endorsed. So musiccovidrelief.com is where you can go and find all of this out. So we didn't talk about the pandemic unemployment as- uh, assistance. assistance. 
The PUA was, okay, so if you're a gig worker and you lost your income due to COVID, you could apply for um, what was a grueling process and still is to this day, um, unemployment, okay? So when, you go, when you're unemployed, you can, uh, what is, here in Arkansas, it's like $132 a week. Mm-hmm. And you have to, every week you have to say, yes, I was unemployed due to COVID, and you fill out the form, and then they um, will send you that money the next day, about 24 hours it turns around, into your bank account or onto a debit card. Now, in addition to the 132, I've heard some, it, it varies depending on your income bracket mm-hmm. and the loss of whatever. So there's a certain amount that's low per month or per week and then at one point they were giving six hundred dollars in addition to that per week right back whenever they did the first round of cares act and so there was and then that ran out and then they did 300 a week and that was toward q4 of last year in 2020 and then now they are about to roll back out the 300 dollar per week in addition so let's say it's 132 plus the 300 so that's 432 per week if you're a gig worker and you've lost income and still are losing income due to gig cancellations and all of that. And that is on this website, musiccovidrelief.com. There are some guidelines and, and kind of step by step. Now that's going to be based on your state unemployment office, the department of work services. Yeah. We and went that, that goes until um, what? May 6th, March something. March. Yeah. So March, yeah. I believe there was 55 or 56 weeks total that you could be eligible from when it started up until when it will right. this March. And we will see, you know, there, you know, there's all already talks about more stimulus and more economic um, mm-hmm. help from the Congress and from government. So we'll see um, if Biden and the, everybody's going to dish out some more help. But as of now, I, this is what I know. Um, so you had a lot of options and, I will tell you that it is so, it was so overwhelming. It is still overwhelming. And um, to the point that I almost hung it up, I was just like, I don't even want to deal with the PPP because it was so confusing. And I had a major win today with a, uh, a gentleman that works for First Security Bank who a friend, my brother recommended. And he, he basically walked us through how to look at our 1099, I'm sorry, not our 1099, our 1040, our filings for 2019 and go to your Schedule C. So if you go to your Schedule C, and okay, let me back up. If you have not received your first round of PPP right, and you're wondering, am I eligible? Pull out your 2019 tax documents. Go to the Schedule C. Go to line 31. Divide that number by 12 and then multiply it by two and a half. And that's how much your your PPP loan would be for. Now, that's assuming you, yeah, you if, can check all the boxes and, and, and it, you know, you're eligible. There's several things like you can't have had fraud in, the, in your background and, you know, no felonies yeah. and stuff like that. But um, and no, that, then you that's, can, that's only if you have not received the first, first round PPP. of PPP. Now, if you have now, I do know that a colleague of ours now got the first round back last year on PPP and mm-hmm. now she got the second round of PPP. In the second round, you have to have you have 25% to prove, decrease of. Income, yeah, you have to prove that you had quarter over quarter more than equal to or greater than 25% loss due to COVID. So that's what I know about PPP. If I'm wrong, I'd love for y'all to let us know, but I I do think that um, this is where we are today and what I'm hearing uh, as success stories for getting, especially the PPP, because, you know, PUA and PPP, those are, if you prove it on the PPP that you're using it the correct way, then it's forgivable. And that can really be helpful. Um, We've, We've run into this. This January has become extremely lean. We, um, you know, we've we typically 
came off of a great year normally, you know, with a lot of yeah, tons. January, of, we're yeah. usually in the Caribbean. Yeah, and so this has been a challenging month, and so it was a major win today to, to find out about the PPP opportunity for us. And so I felt like that was a good thing to talk about on this podcast today because we want you guys to get a glimpse into um, our lives as we're growing our business and managing this crazy time we're in, and hopefully it'll help some of you. Um, now, the only thing I've not mentioned uh, well, there's a couple more things on this musiccovidrelief.com. Um, there are grants and small business relief. Um, there are, you know, there's there's different opportunities that might be out there for you. And I encourage you to go to that musiccovidrelief.com. Scroll down to how to receive small business benefits. Scroll down to where to find relief and grants. There are grants that you can apply for um, in the music industry that, uh, you know, I've heard friends of mine got a $1,000 grant for Music Cares. Um, there's different uh, organizations that you can apply for and um, maybe get some money there. The only the last thing I wanted to talk about was the um, Save Our Stages Act, and what I know about this is, and this is specifically kind of applied to Yodaloo. So our yeah. our music festival, we could do one of two things. You can't do it's either or. You can't do PPP and Save Our Stages. Right. Now, what Save Our Stages is going to be? What I understand is it's going to allow for forty five percent of the operating expenses from 2019 um and that will be i don't know if it's a loan i'm pretty sure it's a loan i'm not sure if it's a loan or if it is a or if it is um a forgivable situation so that's that's to be determined but um the thing there is i think when you had researched it the first time it was it was more so like a grant than okay it's a grant oh that's right it is a grant so it'll be a grant and that um you know, you have to look at, so would PPP be better or would that be better? And in most, um, well, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody, every venue would be different, but I yeah. know it's it can apply to promoters, festivals, music venues. And um, for, so 45% of your operating, I guess, gross expenses mm-hmm. or, or operating, yeah, costs would be um, what you would get there. So you compare that to what your PPP would be and you pick one or the other. So, um but that's specific to our festival, and we may or may not be able, eligible for that. I think we will be. We'll see. But that might help us this year. Yeah, that'll be interesting if we So can. I know that's a lot, and hopefully your eyes didn't glaze over, or you probably didn't tune, You did, probably didn't stick around for all that if this <laughs> didn't pertain to you. But that's okay. Hopefully we helped just one person because um, I'll tell you what. I was about to give up, and now we're looking at thousands of dollars to help us out this year with the PVP. So yep. assuming it goes through um, – Shout out to our our friend uh, Brent, who is helping me over at First Security Bank, and uh, so we'll see. But that's that's pretty much it today. That's all I wanted to share. And if we have any questions, always reach out to us in the DMs on our Cliff and Susan Facebook or Instagram. You can all also uh, go to the Anchor FM app and leave us a message. We'd love to feature your voice on a future podcast. We will see you guys tomorrow. Talk at you later. <laughs>